0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast that talks about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer.
1: I am Zen.
0: And I'm Emily. <laughs> Episodes of The Mandalorian Season 2 are starting to be released weekly on Disney+, Plus, but it feels like a million years since the last episode of Season 1.
1: Yeah, so today we're going to refresh your memory with a little bit of help of StarWars.com and a list of the highlights from each ep- oh episode. There's going to be lots <laughs> of spoilers in this podcast. And if you haven't seen season one of The Mandalorian and you don't want anything spoiled, this is your warning, okay? Uh, so maybe just skip to the next podcast or listen to an old one. Or um, take so- a
2: pause and actually go watch the episode now yes. that <laughs>
1: That's a great idea. (laughs) That's a great idea. (laughs) So let's begin with chapter one, the Mandalorian.
0: Dun, dun, dun. Did you? Okay.
1: We have nothing to say.
0: (laughs) I I really like how StarWars.com like split all these episodes up and then kind of just, you know, gave a brief synopsis of the different highlights that, that stood out for them. And like, the one that really stands out to me is they mentioned the sequence in the armorers workshop and they put visual storytelling at its finest as the Mandalorian waits patiently for his new Beskar pauldron. Its creation is a meditation on his future, taking shape in the skilled hands of the armorer, while echoes of the past are reflected in his helmet's T visor. Yeah. And I just thought that part was so cool. Like she, she looks like something out of Norse mythology, you know, yeah. like,
1: Oh, you're right. I never thought of that really in that way.
0: Mm -hmm. It just had this very, like, otherworldly, very, like, you know, ancient, mysterious, like, kind of vibes. So I just, I think she's just such a cool character that when I first saw that part, I was like, dang, like, this is, this is getting very intense. It's not just like, we have armor. It's like, we have armor. It's yeah. very Lord
1: of the Ringy, isn't <laughs> Maybe it? Maybe that's oh, why I like yeah. it. <laughs> that's probably it.
2: comparison. Yes, it's very Lord it. of the
1: Ringy. <laughs> now that you're mentioning it, mm-hmm. so I don't know if I can't think of anything where they actually did in Lord of the Rings where they made armor or anything, but it just has that kind of medieval kind of feeling.
2: Yeah, medieval yeah.
1: Norse mystical Ooh, feeling.
2: Actually, I just we're we're going off. I'm going off not Disney, but Lord of the Rings: Wayne <laughs> <Queen, laughs> Return of the King because I just watched it. They yes. they have that whole scene where they remake the the broken blade. Yes, That's yes, very oh. equivalent. Yep. So good. Yes. Um, um I have a question because I'm not sure what is so cool about Beskar? Like why is that like, okay. the, I feel like it's the equivalent of like, oh my god the the thing that Iron Man, Captain, not Iron Man, Captain, Captain America's, America's shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. I think that's kind of essentially
0: like it's it's just incredibly, incredibly strong and rare and precious. Yes, you know,
1: it just has a lot of mythical po- qualities as an armor, like durable, strong, but also incredibly hard to come by.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's the
1: impression I got.
2: Okay, cool. So my thoughts were on the right line or on the right track.
1: Because apparently, from what I recall in the Star Wars universe, Beskar is one of the few materials in the universe that can... Like if you shoot it with a laser, uh, like a laser gun or something like that, it actually will deflect it. Or if you have... um, It will even uh, Repel like a lightsaber strike. I don't know how strong, but like Ooh. you can even bounce a lightsaber off of it as well. So it's that tough.
2: Wow. All right.
1: So yeah, Beskar is kind of cool. I want to make. Um, a lot of people on Etsy have been selling little pieces yes. of fake Beskar.
2: Oh, yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> it looks yeah. so good.
1: Yeah. That's cute. I, I wonder if they're made out of like plastic or like some kind of resin. Oh, yeah, that And
2: then paint has been pretty popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, because cause it has that swirly kind of. I just, anyways, it looks yeah. like it could be resin. It, or it
0: looks like the the Japanese knives where they um like they fold it over so many times and then it creates that really cool pattern. I think that's how it works.
1: It's kind of like a Damascus y kind of. Damascus is a like the European version of it, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. But we were talking Mandalorian. <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs> okay, <laughs> back to Mandalorian. Um, you know what? What's
1: so fabulous about the first episode was the the element of the unknown, right? Mm-hmm. We've seen all the Star Wars films. This is our first film that we don't have someone named Skywalker in it.
0: True, or, well, or, not yet. Anyway, <laughs> that's <laughs>
1: true. But we—it's the first thing that we've seen in the Star Wars universe that we did not hear the name Skywalker. We didn't hear, there was no nod to anything in that family line. It's almost like in the universe, but a completely different story. Um, I love the fact that it looked like a cowboy film.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like the the entry point. If you like cowboy old Western type movies, but maybe not so much for outer space. Yeah.
1: It's kind of this seven samurai, um, this, oh, gosh, um, spaghetti western kind of feeling.
2: <laughs> so. Yes. Man. What did you guys think when you first saw The Child? I loved him. So I didn't watch The Mandalorian until, like, I think the entire season was out I kind of waited <gasps> um, wow. yeah I didn't watch it like how I'm watching it now so I had seen all of these memes about the child and um what's his name Queel that says like um, mm-hmm. this is the way so I, I saw all the memes from there and I did not know what anything meant I just knew that the child was the cutest thing ever and I just I like waited for all the hype to kind of die down and I could just like sit and binge it all at once. And I, it was everything I could have wanted in the child. <laughs> like he was so great and he like, didn't say anything, but he was always there at the the best moments. Yes.
1: What was your thoughts, Jennifer?
0: I, you know, like I, I've always liked Yoda. And so Like, to see his species, but younger, like, I wasn't quite sure what I would have expected. But, like, they did such a good job making, I mean, I don't know. I think when I was a kid, when I first saw Yoda, I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, he was a little scary for, like, a really little kid, you know? (laughs) But, like, when you look at the child, it's just like, oh, my God, you're the most precious thing ever. And, you know, so that's why when Hallmark came out with that ornament, I was like, I must have it. I must have the child. And I I have a a friend who's just, like, intensely in love with... In fact, I know a couple people, actually, now that I think of it. They're just, like, intensely, intensely in love with the child. And, like, yeah. Good job, Star Wars. You made a good one.
2: (laughs) Seriously. I feel like it made non-Star Wars people want to watch it because Baby Yoda or the child was so cute. Yes. Like, definitely. And the fact that it didn't have any real... To the known, like Zen already said. It was like completely new, but not. And I feel like it had all the best elements to kind of entice new audiences and old audiences. Mm -hmm.
1: So the first thing I thought when I saw Baby Yoda was it made me okay uh, Chewbacca's a Wookiee, and a Tauntaun is something that Luke rides, and Jawas shoot, you know, shoot at. Humans. what? What's a Yoda? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. he,
1: and to this day, they have never actually mentioned what Yoda's, Yoda's or the child's species is. Right. And that's the first thing that came to my mind is just like, wait a minute, I know what a Wookiee looks like. And I know what a, you know, I know what an Ewok looks like. You know, but I do not know what a. I mean, and still we call it like baby Yoda. I know what a Yoda is, but I know who Yoda is, but I don't know what a Yoda is. Yes, and that's fascinating to me because we still don't know anything about that particular alien race. Mm -hmm. Are they particularly? Are they particular? Do they have a lot of? What do they call? oh, Mandichlorians, or what... I forget, what do you call the... Oh,
0: the Midichlorians?
1: Midichlorians, yeah. You know, what is it about this race? You know, so... What's
0: It was... I think they kind of touched on it more in the prequel ones, but it was supposed to be, like, kind of tied to your power with the Force, I think, and so because uh, uh, Anakin had just, like, his were off the charts charts or something, and so Uh, his Force his ability with the force is going to be insane. And yeah. yeah.
1: So for <laughs> lack of better terms, it's something that shows how in tune you are with the force.
0: Yeah.
1: And it, it's like a rating, but also I almost feel like they're like bugs or something. I don't know. They, sometimes they're all mentioned, like they're almost like germs in the body. Someone who's listening to this podcast is about ready to jump at the speaker and throttle <laughs> me. Because of my go. misunderstanding. <laughs> but, but yeah. So yeah. it just so shows it's one of those things that's a measurement of it, it's a retcon thing too. So
0: yeah, I feel like they really don't mention it at all in well, they don't. I don't think they ever mention it in four, five, six. I don't think they really mention it seven, eight, nine. Right? So
1: no, I think it was it, it just was,
0: in one, two, and three, and then it's oh like man. oh yeah, whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was retcon. It was retcon.
0: Yeah. Okay. So,
1: <laughs> <Okay>. so.
2: <laughs> should we skip ahead to some of the? Other episodes, yeah. What else happened in season one? Um, we met that woman that I don't remember her name, but what was her name? Was the oh, called? the one in uh, Cara, Cara Dune. Yes, Cara Dune? her Cara Dune, Cara, Cara Dune. Um, yeah, she. Do you think we'll come across her again in season 2? I We better. We better cuz she was such a integral part of season 1, I feel like. Yes. You know how you can kind of tell or the way
0: that I kind of look at characters is like is there merchandise surrounding them? Like <laughs> if there's a Funko of them, then okay, they're probably going to do more with them. <laughs> Although does,
1: does she have a Funko?
0: She she does. But at the same and, time, now that I am thinking of it, Quill also has one, and he's gone, unfortunately. Sad. So,
1: but she was—he was really important in season one.
0: Yeah, that's true. Okay, so he did. He he lived his life to the fullest. So and, that was really. And I sad. love
1: me some Gina Carano, by the way.
0: The she's so actress- cool. Like I don't think I've seen her in anything else, but man, she's a badass.
1: She is like she was I think she was like in the Fast and Furious films yeah, and she was I, in a, Oh,
0: um, that makes sense. Yeah. But
1: she was a um she was an MMA fighter originally. What? Really? Yeah.
2: She's a total badass, I could see she, that. Dang. That's impressive. She was
1: one of the early MMA female fighters and she got out she got out pretty early
0: mm. and then she
1: moved over to films and then from there because she's so physical she was able to do a lot of stunts. Mm-hmm. And then um she did like she did a couple like secret agent kind of films and that type of stuff. And then mm. it's come over to the Mandalorian.
0: That makes sense. Yeah,
1: she definitely, definitely gives at. me
0: like Xena vibes.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. That, that episode helps. was really good too. Like I everyone loves to hate. Episode four, but I I really liked it. I, I was excited to have Native Americans in space, so you know, that everyone is cool. else was just like, That was such a <laughs> weird episode. I was like, No, I love it. Stop hating on it. Give me more. I want to go back to that
2: planet, please. I liked it. I liked that one too. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, no. I was just looking up because I wanted to see what other films said Gina, um, Kranoson Mm-hmm. And th- as a mild spoiler, apparently she's in the second season. Oh. That's
2: it. Well, that's nice to know.
0: Oh. Yeah, <laughs> that's I mean, it's not a bad spoiler. <laughs> we know that she survived at the end of the, the first yeah. season, so. Uh,
1: no, it's just yeah. like as a spoiler, she's in a lot of the second season. Oh,
2: okay. Ooh. Well, that's.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. So- <laughs> now- <laughs> I did again. Um, she was also in Deadpool.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. okay.
1: Fast and Furious 6, a movie called Haywire, which is a great film um, if you want to see kind of a spy kind of um, Jason Bourne kind of film.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So, there you go.
0: Nice.
2: Man. What else?
1: Oh, so much.
0: Alright, what if we take a quick break as we gather our thoughts and then we will come back with more Season 1 highlights.
1: Main Street UCI is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education, a U.S. News Top 10 public university. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 professional certificate programs, we've helped over a quarter million students meet their career goals, and we can help you meet yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big. Take risks. Be amazing.
0: Welcome back, everyone. Let's continue with maybe something from the later episodes. Like in episode five, we see Ming-Na Wen make an appearance as... What was her name? I'm looking through here. Fennec Shan. Who was she again? She was that, like, assassin. Assassin. Oh, Okay. Which Mm -hmm. I mean, like, man, she's just, she is so badass. I love her. Yeah.
1: She's actually has a very large part in, I don't watch him, but the um, animations I understand.
0: Oh, really? Uh
1: Yeah. So in other media, her character has a lot of, she's very important in other, um, in other media. Star Wars media. So, I think we're going to see a lot of her.
2: That's exciting.
1: So. You know what? Okay. I gotta say, this is the one thing that really surprised me about this film. I mean, these television series. Is when I think of all the Star Wars films, the main characters are superheroes. Mm -hmm. These overpowered superheroes. um, But In the Mandalorian, which we don't know his name. We just call him the Mando, right?
2: Or Mando. Mm -hmm. He constantly
1: (laughs) is getting beat up. That is what really surprised me. You know, like when he tried to take over that Jawa crawler, I was like, oh, he's going to go into the Jawa crawler. He's going to break through. He's going to grab his arm and, you know, he's going to grab his stuff and he's going to be all done. And no, he gets, he gets his butt kicked, mm-hmm. and it's so funny because I'm so used to seeing Luke go into a Death Star and make it out by himself, you know, <laughs> whatever. Right? Mm-hmm. And you know, and then I'm so used to Star Wars films being a character that is larger than life and just overcoming these tremendous odds. And here we have a main character, the protagonist, who's getting his um, tushy handed to him.
2: Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's a really good point. Yeah. And it's refreshing. Yeah, totally, (laughs) totally agree. That's so funny. I never made that connection, but that's true. Luke just like goes in and goes out without a scratch, right? Every single time. Well, Han Solo, yeah. (laughs) Han
1: Solo until he gets shot by his son. I mean, um,
2: (laughs) yeah. Leia,
1: not a scratch for the most part, right?
2: Man, he even. Mandalorian even has Beskar. And he, he's, he's getting kicked. He's <laughs> yeah. <butt's> getting kicked. <laughs> he kind of,
0: like, now that I think of it, he kind of reminds me a little bit of Batman. You know? Ooh, a he's, bit. Like, he's very mysterious, and he's got his gadgets to help him, but he himself doesn't have any kind of supernatural or superhuman kind of powers. Yeah. That's true. He's just not very rich.
1: <laughs> well, you don't know that. That's true. Kind of pretty pretty expensive from what we, what we can tell. Hmm. so yeah i mean what else did you guys feel about it as a season how, i mean like how,
2: how did you like um i forgot her name but the kind of eccentric lady who uh, kind of wants to take the yes! child i love her i love
0: her so much i think i'm looking it up her name um, is peli, peli yeah peli, peli moto yes
1: yeah. um so good. She's the uh, she's the one who's in charge of the landing strip, essentially.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. her droids are so funny. Yes, uh, I think they are my favorite. I like her droids better than I like her because I remember when I first saw her, um, like I was just like, "This lady's weird. Why is she in this episode?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then the way that she like kind of interacted with her droids and with Mando, it like grew on me. But my first. Impression of her was just like this lady's weird.
1: Um Her droids. If you go on to Star Wars,
2: yes. Oh yeah, they are <laughs> the
1: same droids uh, that are messing up trying to clean the windows. Yes, <laughs> the Star. Tours. I love Shit. it. So
0: yeah. good. I just love how like happy and positive she is, and she's in the middle of this place where like it's kind of anything but you know, and she's just like, oh, yeah, maybe don't go over there, or maybe, like, watch yourself, but, hey, I'm so happy, look at you brought the little baby, it's so cute, you know?
1: She's kind of like a weird little hippie, kind of. Yeah,
0: totally, totally. (laughs) Yes, that is perfect.
1: You know she eats a lot of granola.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is it. She would live, like, wherever the, the Star Wars equivalent of, like, I don't know, like near the beach. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, a little house with like everything handmade and hand painted and stuff. Like, <laughs> exactly. <yes. laughs> she might
1: even have a surfboard. Yes. <laughs> oh boy.
0: I think she's one of my favorites of this whole series, just because she's so like, she's just so fun, you know. <laughs>
1: What other things that you did you guys like? You know, the one thing I think is so interesting is that it all takes place on Luke Skywalker's planet of Tatooine yeah. for the most mm-hmm. part.
2: So yeah. I think it's
1: very interesting that they chose that as a backdrop. What do you think that is?
0: I kind of wonder if they wanted to bring people in who maybe liked four, five, six, weren't enthused with seven, eight, nine. And you know we're like hey we we can do Star Wars the way that you would like it, and the way that like you know other people might like it too. just give us a chance and you know I mean seeing the cantina again was kind of cool.
2: yes it's it's a nice nod to 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 the original stuff, mm-hmm. but then you see it in like a different use or a different way, so I like that um I'm trying to think. Have you, either of you, have you rewatched the entire season since it came out? And if you have, how many times? Because I only watched it one one time through.
1: I've I only watched seen, it the one
2: time through too. Okay.
1: I seen the first couple of episodes. Actually, it's kind of like the first episode four times, the third second episode three times, the third you know, and then a single time towards the end.
0: Oh, yes. I actually have watched the first couple because I was showing it to someone. Mm.
1: That's actually kind of the same thing. It's just like I had a friend. that's like, I want to see it, but I want to watch it with you. Or, <laughs> you know, that type of thing. So it's like, okay, well, well, actually, were you guys there? I actually did like a lunchtime showing at work one day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember. Yes.
0: Yeah. It's, like, it's so long ago now. It's just like...
1: Yeah, I had the lunchtime showing at um, at work, and I said, "Like anyone who wants to come in, I'll put it up on the screen because I haven't. I know not everyone has an account, but some of you guys are Star Wars fans, so mm-hmm. I had I at least got a second chance to watch a few episodes that way too. So, and it was fun because it's like going to a movie and hanging out with your friends and hearing people cheer and that type of stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, you gotta re re-watch it kind of for the first time, because everyone else is watching for the first time, so you get to like relive it and see how they feel, and reminds you of how you felt. Yeah.
1: But there's a lot of things that you don't notice the first time around, too.
2: Yeah, that's um, true.
0: For sure. All so, the details, the nods to other stuff, you know?
1: There's actually a website that talks about all the nods to the different episodes, too, by the way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So there's a lot of would those be called Easter eggs?
0: Yes. I wonder. I, I mean, because in some ways, yes. And in some ways, it's like, well, that's part of the universe, too. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know how to. And the medical droid. What's the name of the medical droid? He was awesome. Oh. The one that turned into a gunfighter?
2: Yeah. Was, oh, my gosh. gosh. He IG
0: was something yeah IG Eleven. I think that's um, yeah.
1: But he was a that was a lot of fun to watch.
0: <laughs>
1: that, True. That particular, you know,
0: I this... will self destruct. No, don't self destruct. Okay, <laughs> okay. Now I, I... will self destruct. No, don't <laughs> self destruct. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That was that, fun for sure. I
1: am really upset that character didn't make it into the second season.
0: Yeah. I know, between him and Quill, just like, man, like I know you guys served your purposes, but you were so cool. I know. The character. They need to figure out how
1: to resurrect them somehow.
0: I know. Well, I mean, they did it in... uh, What's it called? In Solo, you see uh, Darth Maul again after he's been (sighs) sliced in half and, you know, basically should have died. But it's cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. In Star Wars, it happens all the time, right? So it's true.
1: Well, comic books, everyone comes back to life.
0: Yeah. That's true. That's
2: true.
0: <laughs> so. Is this one dead? Okay. Bring it
2: back. <laughs> How long has he well, been dead? Long enough? It, <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> there's actually a rule in comic books. Now, this probably should show up in a water cooler episode. But there used to be a rule of um, Uncle Ben and Bucky stayed dead.
0: What? Really? So,
1: okay, so there's two characters that were supposed to stay dead no matter what happened in the comic book series over the years. So it just was an unwritten rule. One was Bucky, Captain America's friend, who became the Winter Soldier, was supposed to stay dead because it's just like that was so important to Captain America. He, He would never, ever take on another apprentice or something like that. So never don't resurrect Bucky and Mm -hmm. you don't resurrect uncle Ben, who is Spider-Man's uncle, because if uncle Ben is resurrected, there's no meaning. It's not as meaningful of why he became Spider-Man.
0: Right. Mm -hmm.
1: And then they, of course, resurrected uncle Ben in other series. So
0: (laughs) (laughs) nothing sacred resurrection to kill him or is he like still alive in other series?
1: I can't remember. There's just too many alternate universes for me to follow anymore.
0: Yeah. Especially with so. Spider-Man, man. There's just too many.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's like anyways. Another episode. What did you guys episode. think of
0: of the ending where, you know, the armor is like, "Okay, you're in charge of this
2: guy. Go find his species." I loved it. <laughs> there's such a funny pair to watch. I this is kind of Actually, no. I was gonna say I noticed this more um, when I just watched the first season of, I mean, first episode of season two. But I'm sure it happened in season one too. The way that the Mandalorian he just walks in front of like the floating carriage of Baby Yoda. Like he doesn't. He just goes and assumes that Yoda is behind him. Right. And I'm like, whole
1: time, yeah.
2: (laughs) And I'm like, I feel like that's not safe. I mean. I don't know how this contraption works, but I feel like you should at least have the child in front of you or like next to you. But he just goes right? and expects the thing to follow him, and I just find that very funny. Maybe no he one,
0: has some kind of visor tracking or something, but yeah, I exactly. Every time I see it, I'm just like, oh, stop.
1: You've <laughs> never seen a parent pull.
0: Right? A baby yeah. yeah.
1: You always see a parent push a baby carriage because you yes. don't know what the thing's gonna do.
2: So funny. So crazy, yeah. Um, but I'm reading what StarWars.com has to say about the last episode. And I am reminded that we learned Mandalorian isn't just a race. It's a creed. Mm-hmm. So that was an interesting thing. Well, anyone
1: could be a Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. We found out.
2: Yeah. Which is...
1: it's it's Is it even a race? It's not... A genetic race. It's almost, for lack of better words, like a religion more than yeah, it's kind of religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more of a religion or a lifestyle, (laughs) for lack of better words. Mm -hmm. So,
2: Um, and then the whole Ig sacrificing himself. Sad. That was so sad. Super he was so cool. Sad. Um, and then what's his name? Uh, the evil guy with the dark saber. Oh, yes. Um, something. Oh, I forgot his name. I don't want to say it. Wrong. Goff. See. Is his name Goff or is it Doth? Moth. Moth Gideon. Yeah,
0: Moth Gideon. <laughs> there we
2: go. Moth Gideon. Seeing it's the, the nice dark saber
0: it- is really cool. Mm-hmm. Like it's such an unusual thing, you know.
1: You want to talk about the dark saber?
0: It it's something where um I think it was a Mandalorian that first wielded mm-hmm. one, like it was made specifically for a Mandalorian. So the fact that, you know, it's it's fallen and it's like, I think I looked this up once, but it's been passed from, like, person to person to person. And, you know, so you know that's going to be in play maybe in a later season. Maybe in season two. Who knows? Where, you know, got to get it's, that Darksaber back.
1: It's a... It's a lightsaber that was wielded by a Mandalorian. The first Mandalorian to be... Um, uh to be accepted by the Jedi order.
2: hmm Oh. So
1: it's, it's a legendary, I mean, it's kind of the equivalent of maybe like, uh, Excalibur in Star yeah, Wars. There's
0: only
2: one.
1: There's only one. Yes. And it's legendary because of who wielded it. Mm-hmm. So.
2: Do we know how it's passed from one person to the other? Like, was it by like you must kill the original or whoever holding it for you to take control, or is it like the next person is? I don't know.
1: (laughs) I think no one knows how Moth Gideon got it.
2: Okay, yeah.
1: I think I don't think it's like it's passed on like that necessarily. But the thing is stolen
0: at one point and then just kind of kept falling into the wrong hands kind of thing.
1: Yeah, it's a legendary sword, but it just keeps on bouncing around. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's going to be interesting too because Mandalorians are very very protective of Beskar.
2: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Would they want to will it be really important to reclaim the sword as well? I mean the saber. Mhm. Mhm. I don't know. There's so you many things that can happen, which question. will be amazing.
0: yes so we have many things to ponder but for now I think that's probably all the time we have for this episode of Main Street UCI thank you for listening
2: be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast and you can always find us on Instagram and Facebook our handle is at Main Street UCI don't forget to send us your questions and requests we love to hear from you
1: yep and thanks for listening, but also thanks to again to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. You can find their career-boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. Get a piece of paper out. Ready? <laughs> ce.uci.edu. And with that, we're going to see you next time.
2: Bye. Bye. Bye.